This is a Federal News Network podcast. If you participate in the thrift savings plan, heads up. Congress is tinkering with the system in a way that's likely to change your decision on how and when you retire. The House has passed legislation that pushes out the age at which people must make their required minimum distribution. Here with more, Federal News Network's Drew Friedman. All right, Drew, let's begin with what's in this bill. What's this all about? Sure. So there's a lot in this bill that's going to affect employee retirement distribution changes. And a couple of those things affect thrift savings plan participants specifically. The first part of it, as you mentioned, is changing the age for required minimum distributions, or RMDs. So that's the age that participants are required to start taking distributions from their TSP accounts. And Congress moved that out just a couple of years ago at the pandemic, and it went from, I think, 70 and a half to 72. So what does this new bill move it out to? Exactly. So as you said, it's currently at 72, and this new bill is taking a phased approach. So over the course of 10 years, that age is going to go up three more years, so it'll end at 75. Got it. So the treadmill then for those close to retirement is going to keep going for a while. Tell us specifically how that timeline is going to look. So first, the age is going to go up to 73 from 2023 through 2029. From there, it's going to increase to 74 for the years 2030 to 2032. And then finally, from 2033 on, it'll be starting at 75 for those required minimum distributions. Got it. So for the younger federal employees or those in mid-age that aren't going to see those ages for a while, it really leaves the money in much longer to keep accumulating and growing. So that's a good thing, I guess. And what else does the bill affect? How else does it affect participants? Sure. So there's another part of the bill that is going to make changes for those participants, and that relates to catch-up contributions And as a reminder, the catch-up contributions are made above the maximum contribution limit per year, and that's to help participants who want to catch up on retirement savings if they need or want to. People that had earlier not put in that amount, and now they can make it up later, even though they're above that particular year's maximum. Exactly. And starting in 2023, the bill says that uh, all catch-up contributions to the TSP must be made to Roth accounts. Currently, those can be made either through Roth accounts or pre-tax. So this will change that for participants. And another thing that the bill is changing is that it's going to increase the catch-up contribution limit to $10,000 for those who are between 62 and 64 years old. So that's going to start in 2024 for that age group. And currently, that sits at 6500 above the the maximum contribution limit. So that's something to keep in mind as well. All right. And what does the Thrift Savings Board or what do people say this really means? If you add up all of these provisions, later contributions, they have to be Roth, later minimum distributions, what does it all add up to? Yeah. So as you said earlier, it's, it's, you know, just down to the core, it's people have more time to save up before they have to start taking that money out of their retirement accounts. So 10 years from now, that's three more years added. And that's on top of the first version of the SECURE Act, which already raised it. That's going to be especially impactful if you're getting close to retirement age. It might affect how or when you retire. And another thing to think about is lawmakers are also mentioning through the bill that there's a lot of market uncertainty right now with Russia's invasion of Ukraine. There's 
high inflation rates. So the market is pretty uncertain, and that can make people nervous. So this bill, they're hoping it's going to provide more security for those who are looking to retire or building their retirement accounts. All right. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Drew Friedman. And any reaction you've heard so far on these changes? The bill was passed by the House on March 29th, and it was almost a unanimous vote. So 414 to 5. It's bipartisan legislation. And that's the House. What about the Senate? So for the Senate, there's a couple things in there that are related to this House bill. It's unclear which one is going to be paired with it, but ultimately something will come out of this, and it's just a matter of time seeing what the Senate's going to do with this. But it looks like the sentiment in the Senate is equally bipartisan for changing this. And by the way, this all applies to people that have IRAs in the private sector also, correct? Yes, absolutely. So it affects TSP participants, as we've been talking about, but it also applies to anyone with an employer-sponsored retirement plan. Right. So if you're a working stiff, this is going to affect <laughs> you, basically, is what we're seeing here. All right. And any reaction to this so far, say the TSP board? The biggest thing for the board is that they're looking at the implementation date. The turnaround time for the first version of the SECURE Act was pretty tight, and they're trying to see if they can get a little bit more wiggle room on that. They had some implementation challenges during the first version, and FRTIB's Director of External Affairs, Kim Weaver, talked about the implementation date at the board's monthly meeting. We had earlier reached out on this bill just to share our concern about the implementation dates to make sure that we and other plans have time to plan and program for them. As you may remember with the SECURE Act, the first one, it was passed December 20th and it was effective January 1st. And that caused quite a bit of operational issues for us and other plans. So we're working with those staffs to determine the changes in the effective dates. And that's the Federal Retirement Thrift Investment Board's Kim Weaver getting email during her discussion with you, even as this was all happening. People are asking her questions. And of course, you mentioned, Drew, the volatility of the market, and it dropped really, I mean, it's a bad year, generally. Review for us the returns of last month, of March. Those rates of return for the TSP was kind of a mixed month. The ELK income went up by 0.49%. The G fund went up 0.17%. The F fund dropped 2.73%, C fund up 3.72%, the S fund went up 0.9%, so almost 1%, and the I fund dropped 0.33%. All right, so not that bad, actually better than it's probably actually, most funds did. It's actually looking better than it was in January and February. And of course, the Russian situation has a lot of people trying to divest from Russia and not do business with Russia and not buy Russian vodka or Russian Lada cars, if you could find one. What about the TSP? Are there any Russian investments that they're getting questions about? So, yes, there is actually a new House bill that was introduced on March 17th from Representative Ted Budd of North Carolina. That's the Terminating Securities from Putin Act, and it prohibits the TSP from investing in Russia. The board responded at its monthly meeting saying that none of the TSP investments currently invest in Russia. Okay, so what's that called again? Terminating Securities yeah. from Putin Act, which is the TSP acronym. Yes, <laughs> I just wanted to make sure we pointed that out. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman, thanks so much. Thank you. Check out her story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. 
And finally, if you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Winter season is here, and Discount Tire wants you to stay safe on the road. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of.